0: In my mind i know you're dying
1: to me. Welcome to Post to Post here on the Wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Kever. joined alongside me as always is Ryan Kraut. And we are back today, making it at the skin of our teeth as we finally, well, I finally get out of class and everything. So that is fun. That is how this works. And now we can talk about the fun of the NHL. The All-Star break is over, and we head towards the trade deadline and the playoffs.
2: Yeah, the uh, skills competition was fun. The All-Star game had had its moments. I'm still personally not necessarily a huge fan of the three-on-three tournament, but Hey, I heard a rumor saying that we could see some international flair to it next year, so I guess maybe we'll see what happens.
1: Well, we spoke about that last time, and there was a way of uh, fixing the All-Star game, and uh, literally after we said that two weeks ago, they announced the women's three-on-three. That which... was actually very exciting. Yeah, it was fun, except I was distracted 90% of the time because I had the weird... You know, fake boards on it where they would have like yeah e- the e- digital things.
2: boards. I don't I don't know what was up with that. I didn't. That was kind of weird. The puck tracker helped a little, like the I don't know if you saw the, there was oh, like a the line tail? following the, the tail. yeah that helps a little. I don't like. I it. don't like the whole player tracking thing where everyone has like their name above them when they're skating around. Oh, and it tells they you had the like top. The, yeah that's that not I don't like.
1: Well, it's too we're, much. We're gonna see that they uh, they already announced in the press conference before the All Star Game that that's gonna be implemented in the sixteen playoff arenas, and it will be implemented in the entire NHL starting next season. They also announced that the next All Star Game will be in Florida. Uh, how I feel about that? Sunrise is kind of a weird location for it, considering the Panthers are not a huge market. No, but I, I guess I don't know. I guess just because Florida. Is kind of just I don't know. It's Florida, you know, fun. Bring it back th- to the New York area. It hasn't been here in like 25 years. No, that's right. I think the last time it was here was the 94-95 season, which that was at the Garden. I guess I don't know. I think it's strange. I think they wanted. To, I think uh, I think it has to do with like the like the seating, because I know that Sunset. Um, I forget in in Sunrise, the arena there is big. It's just in a really bad spot.
2: Well, Sunrise is just it's just kind of there to put you you're just. Literally, all they did was throw a hockey team in in the middle of Florida and say,
1: "Here yeah, you, you go." Can have it. Even though there was already a team in Tampa, and Tampa was by that point was much better, um, you know. Once they came in, because I think they came in what year did they came in? I think they came in in like '98, something think, along those lines. I think uh, Tampa Bay came in in like '98, and I know that um, in their first or second season, Florida did make the final. You know the year of the rat, which, by the way, happy Lunar happy New Chinese year. New Year. That I remember that it's the it is now the year of the rat. So get the, the year of Brad
2: Marchand.
1: You're first person who's actually made that joke. I'm kind of upset the NHL meme community hasn't done that yet. I've seen it. I haven't. So the,
2: the Lightning came in in '92.
1: Okay, yeah. So they had a nice foothold, and then Florida showed up. But I, and also Tampa won the Cup in '04. And um. Oh four, yeah. Oh, four. oh three, oh four. Yeah, because it's weird, because it's right before the lockout, so I always get that mixed up. So I, I you know, that's fun. Um, yeah, I get it, Florida. Whatever, it's just it is what it's it just is.
2: Just because it's in Florida, everyone's like, oh, tropical, palm trees, Ooh. it's warm,
1: it's January, let's be on the beach. Yeah, I guess. So, but we look at the actual All Star game and the Pacific one fought nine to five over the Atlantic. Um, I think it was it was good. I didn't watch the game. I was working actually that day. So they had it on. Yeah, I was working at um, Syosset for the LIU hockey game, and they actually had it on in the lobby. And all I remember was watching the Metro just get whooped, and I was like, well, yeah, I have was, no reason to I was watching,
2: watching them. It. I got home just at, like, halfway through the first half of the Metro-Atlantic game. It was tied 4-4, and then the Atlantic just took over. Pasternak started taking over. And with the eventual... Uh, all-star game MVP, which I think could have gone to some other people, but I also think he was def- should have definitely been at least in the conversation because yeah. T- Tomas Hurdle had five goals
1: in, yeah, in the, the two game, games. It's like, that's like,
2: well, that's and, like, yeah, but one of them was, it four four of them were in one game, and it's kind of hard to pick an MVP now because it's not, not no one's really trying. It's,
1: yeah, it's weird. it. You know, they need to make the All Star Game interesting again by like you know making people compete. Even though the skills competition, I don't think it was bad. That was, that was kind of cool. The uh, the last event,
2: the Shooting
1: Stars event, that was that was interesting. I think it needs a needs some tuning. Needs some fine tuning, but I think overall it was good. For those of you who didn't see it, the Shooting Stars competition was they took I think it was seven or eight players. You know the MVPs like a- of both the U.S. USA and Canada teams. From the three on three, and then you know Kane, O'Reilly, Pasternak, Pasternak was Pasternak. there. You know, goal scorers, I yeah. think it was. Both
2: Kachucks were in that. That was cool though. They brought in their dad, Keith Kachuk. He was well, part of it. because yeah, they were Saint all St. Louis. They're all St. Louis, Louis. Yeah,
1: but I think that was good. I think the only thing you need to do is just tweak the like the point system a bit because the whole thing was like they were hitting the target. Yeah, they just didn't it. get in the net. I think if you hit the target, it should count.
2: Yeah, I also. Think that if you're gonna make a 10 point target, don't make it the biggest target. Well, you don't, you gotta, you gotta on, at you least gotta... earn it a, like make it well, a decent the, size, had, like, but the, it
1: was a huge target. They had like the little, like, they had like if you saw it, it was like the ba- the arch was 10, and then they, they had two little ones right under it, which those were also 10, but they were like smaller and in the corners. I, I think you could make like those 10, and you know, the big one five and so like make it more reasonable. So like, you know, it's going to take more skill to do it, which is the whole point of it is, you know, it's a skills competition. But I think overall fastest skater was good. You know, that
2: was I was actually very surprised about that one.
1: that It's it's fun. It's becoming fun to watch. That's the
2: one time all year so far that Barzell has actually tried.
1: That's upsetting. Is? It is
2: very upsetting. Yes, it's a problem. It needs to be addressed. <laughs> and, you know, Chris Kreider was in it. Chris Kreider put up really Chris good Chris Kreider is a lot faster than I thought he was.
1: Everybody says that, and I'm like, uh, did you forget that, like, you know. Like, What's he doing in this event? And then he just starts skating. I'm like, oh wow. All right, I underestimated you. Yeah, no, and it was interesting because I remember people were telling me, like, oh, why is Kreider? I thought Kreider was, like, uh, you know, a playmaker. And I'm like, did you forget that there were, like, when Kreider first came up, he was on a line with Carl Hagelin. You need to keep up with Carl Hagelin. Oh, you
2: absolutely need to keep up with Carl Hagelin.
1: Like, That'd be like putting him on a line with Michael Grabner. Yeah, that's like, you. Like, come on, they're fast as heck. You need to like do that. So I get that, and that was you know that was a fun event. Barzell ended up winning, so that was good for the you know, Islander fans. Wave your little flag in the air. That was nice. Um, and then well, I think the event after that was, what was after that, the goalie streak? Yeah, the save streak. Which, Bennington, solid. They had, like, a little fun with the Justin I would have kept mask. it
2: kept it going, though. Like, once he got to 10, he just stopped. I would personally want to see how long I could get it to go. That is what they did. Well, because well, he had to get to 10, and then once he got to 10, he stopped. And once he, he just got over skated it, away.
1: Because he was last.
2: Yeah, but I would still personally want to see how long I could get the streak well, to go. The,
1: I think the record's 17. Yeah, I think Fleury that was Flurry last—I
2: think the first time they did was, like, a year or two ago.
1: Yeah, I think no, because I remember it was Flurry did it because was
2: uh, Flo- making those barrel roll saves and yeah. this <laughs> then thing.
1: Last year was Lundqvist, and this year was Bennington that won it. So that was you know that's solid. I think that it's a nice event. I like that you're getting the goalies involved more. You know, after that they did the shot accuracy, which we have a problem with shot accuracy. I'm sorry. That was w- that was dumb. That was that was dumb. What what's with the screen? I get it. It's uh it's 2020. This is the future now, but. It was a cool concept. It was a good concept, bad in execution, because... After one, after one shooter, the glass broke. You had to replace it. It had to reboot, and then by it's that... It's not always registering the shots, first yeah, of all. like, and I feel like... First, I get it, but what's wrong? Like, they're hitting a certain spot on the net. Cool. What was wrong with the light-up styrofoam? I didn't see anything wrong with that.
2: I mean, even if you don't want to use the ones, like, the plates in there that break the ones that you just put in the corners and had the light and once you hit it it turned green you're fine that's i don't know why you have to put a whole they, thing I on. i don't it. know
1: i guess they wanted to make it like i get it they had like the little thing where it was like this is his first all-star appearance here's his name here's his picture here's his stat or and something like it was one of just- them was
2: nicknames and for about 97% of the shooters in that which was there was not a lot in them I'm pretty sure they just made up a nickname.
1: Yeah, they didn't actually have a real nickname. It was weird. And it was annoying because it's like, oh, if I didn't know who that player is going into it, I wouldn't have been able to guess by their nickname. And I'm like, oh, well, that sucked. Well, even so, it's like, you know, I think it was fun. Um, Well, that event is always fun because it's, you know, how fast can you get it to hit all the posts in the center, which is great. But I think, you know, there was no need for the screen. Yeah, you could probably fix it and use the screen next year, but make sure that, you know, it works. Yeah. You know, and then after that, I think after that, that was when they had the all the women's three on three. Yeah. Wonderful matchup. That was cool. I loved it. Um, I'm really happy for Wintaki that they're finally getting a chance to show on the international stage. Cool. You know, I would have liked to see a whole game. They only did two halves. But, you know, pickers, beggars can't be choosers.
2: Yeah, I didn't necessarily always like the running clock thing. Like once they scored, it was the clock just kept going. I guess for more, I I I, I get that they were trying to speed it up and fit it into x amount of time because they didn't have a they didn't want to make everyone sit there all night.
1: But also, you know, you think about it, um, they always uh, the NHL always uses the All Star Game as like some type of, of um, like experimental thing for little things they want to try in the future, like the puck, like the tail on the puck, the the stat thing over like the following the player. You know, they even tried it with the women. They had um. One of the... I can't forget her name. She had a mic on during a warm-up.
2: Oh, Kendall Coyne.
1: Yeah, Kendall Coyne did it. And I and I remember because I texted you and Nick and I immediately said, I'm like, yo, we can get somebody on the ice during a broadcast. Let's do it. And we realized that you have a shutout under your belt, which is wonderful. Yeah, I do.
2: <laughs> Personally, I do have a shutout. Not not to brag, but I got a shutout. It's, he's, it's okay. He's it's better cool. than like
1: five NHL goaltenders now um so that's all right who who, I, who needs a goalie I'm available just teach me how to ice skate teach me how to ice skate and we'll be fine but I think that was good and then I think after that hardest shot which is always fun to watch the craziest part of that was was
2: not even the fact that
1: Shea Weber got 108 miles an hour
2: which I fully expected Al McGinnis is oh, almost yeah. sixty. <laughs> that was good. And he's using a wooden stick, and on his first shot, he gets one hundred point five or one hundred point four.
0: Oh yeah, With and a, then I an love... old
2: timey wooden stick comes out of nowhere, and then the next person to go is Seth Jones, and he gets like ninety six, and he's thirty years
1: younger than Al McGinnis. Well, I think this, I think that was kind of just his warm up shot, because then I think the next one he broke a hundred he got two shots and i think he broke 100 right after and people were like oh so you're not terrible great i, I you know I'll, first of all i also liked how they did the donate like they did a lot of fun donations and stuff to the charities and I think the Harder Shot was one of the better ones where it's like, oh, if you can get above Al McGuinness's 100.3, we will donate some this much amount of money to your charity of your choosing. Like, it was, it was nice. It was a nice little way of doing that. Then they had the Shooting Stars, which we spoke about. And that was the skills competition. That was really the All-Star game. You know... And then they had the week off, you know, we're just now starting to get into Seth Jones never got half. up to 100. He got oh, 988. Oh no, poor Seth Jones. Poor
2: Seth Jones. Everyone else broke McGinnis except for Seth Jones.
1: So no money for your charity. Mm, that's upsetting. The poor children. Poor ch- poor sick children. But so that was your All-Star game. That was fun. The all-decade team
2: was announced too. Yes. Before the game. I didn't necessarily like the structure of the show.
1: Uh, It wasn't structured well at all. It was
2: not structured well, but I mean, you're only announcing ten names. You don't need half an hour.
1: You don't even. First of all, you didn't even need to. You know, you didn't even need to say any of them. You didn't even need to see any of them. It was kind of just, you know, we could easily just write them online and that's it. Yeah. So the first, the all. Okay, let's go through the second team first. Let's go through second team then first team. So the all decades second team uh, for forwards, it's Malkin. Stamkos, and Bergeron, fair. Yeah, you that's, know.
2: that's pretty fair.
1: Second is Carlson and Chara. Carlson surprises me a little, just a little bit. Chara actually surprises me. Chara won a cup. Woo. Chara won a cup, and he was probably one of the better defensemen in the 2010s. That's the only thing I could think of. I Carlson mean, I just don't I think I heard I just got recently got like acquainted with him cuz you know I only learned that of Carlson's existence in around 2016 2017 that wasn't really like I didn't even know cuz he
2: just he just got big when he was named captain for Ottawa like I think it was right after the captain before him I think was Jason Spezza yeah so right after Spezza left Ottawa he started to get big because then he started to get more playing time because, obviously, you're going to play your captain.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And then, you know, after that, 2017, they got the surprise uh, Eastern Conference Championship run. Then they were terrible. Thanks, Chris Kunitz. You have to go and ruin it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the, sing- the single goal that ruined the Ottawa Senators franchise, Chris Kunitz. So, and then finally, um, in gold center, Lundquist, I I would have made a case for a couple other goalies here
2: I'd put either Crawford or quick in there
1: honestly the only reason that I think that Crawford and Crawford maybe but dude's got three cups price no I said quick oh absolutely no Mm-mm. you're just petty I'm not petty <laughs> uh, you know price I wouldn't have put overall, in there at all okay no. take away their cups take away all their cups what do they have
2: doesn't Quick have like two Vesnas?
1: All right, fine. I think. Argument said, he's the fifth all time in in wins. <laughs> he's fifth all time in wins. He, you know, he's up there with with some of the all time greats already, and he's not even done yet. And 20, from two thousand and ten to two thousand and nineteen were probably his best ten years because he was in his own. He won the Vesna in twenty twelve. You know, he made the cup final in twenty fourteen. He's he was makes he was one of the main reasons that they went on that final run, and I think it was well deserved. I wouldn't plead for him for the first all team, but I think second team is solid.
2: Yeah, he definitely wouldn't have been
1: on first team. So I wouldn't have put him there. With that, when we come back, we will go over the all decade first team, how we think it should have landed out, and who we think was snubbed, and we will go over A few other things in news, some signings, we'll look at the trade bait list, and then we will look at everything else that everybody has come to know from this show. So we will be back in just a moment. The new sound of Long Island University has arrived
0: with a splash. The Wave brings you the hottest new music,
1: exclusive coverage of LIU sports,
0: and updates on everything happening at Long Island University.
1: It's the station for the students, by the students.
0: Tune in and catch The Wave.
1: Visit liuwave.org
0: or download the WCWP app for iOS and Android. Having trouble writing a paper? The LAU Post Writing Center is here to help. Located in Humanities 202, the Writing Center has peer tutors who are ready to help you with your writing skills. Brainstorming, outlines, thesis statements, ESL concerns, and more. We also have a lending library full of free books for anyone to take home. Stop by Humanities 202 to work one-on-one with a tutor or call us at 516-299-2732. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and our blog.
1: Welcome back to Post Post here on the Wave, the sound of LIU. I'm your host, Anthony Cavretta. Joined alongside me, as always, is Ryan Kraut. And we are looking at the all-decade first team, as not a single person on this all-decade first team is not a Stanley Cup champion. Well, I mean, not not really surprised by that one. No, it makes 100% sense. So we'll start from the back and we'll work our way up. Number, well, not number one, the goalie. For the all-decade t- first all-decade team is marc Andre Fleury. Nothing needs to be said. Yeah, you know dude. why he's here.
2: Yeah, exactly. He has three finals appearances in the decade. No, four. Three.
1: No, wait. Three. Mm-mm. Two with Pittsburgh and then Vegas. No, he has three with Pittsburgh and what was one the with f- Vegas. When
2: did what was the third
1: one? Um. Oh wait. No, that was a different decade. Oh yeah, I'm think. I'm sorry, that's my fault. So yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of like his Stanley Cup final appearances overall. Overall, well, yeah, but he's got three in the more. last decade. Oh yeah, he has three. Which two of them he won? One of them he came up a little short, just a little. So just a little bit. And you know, he's been the face of Vegas. He was the face of Pittsburgh, which now they're kicking themselves because of it. I don't, know, I, don't well, I don't know. Well, Murray and this that. other kid is good, well, too. You,
2: they gave up Flurry because they thought Murray was going to be the next big thing. He was not. But that didn't work out.
1: For- now it's Jari,
2: who's doing. Who he's holding he's his still, own. He got the all-star rub, so that was good. He's leading the league in save percentage, I think. Or goals against one of the two.
1: One or the other, but he's been doing all right. But I still think Flurry. you know... Pittsburgh, th- that team wouldn't be there without him. Like, but without, v- well, uh, like, three people. Well, let me rephrase that. You know, turn the clock back to 2000 and the early 2000s. Now, ah. I understand this is an all-decade team for the 2010s. Simple times. But I'm getting to that.
2: Simple times.
1: They were g- Pittsburgh was going to move. The, the entire Penguins organization was going to be sold off and moved to Kansas City. What's
2: everyone's obsession with saying here? Kansas City have a hockey team because the Islanders are gonna go to Kansas yeah, City too. What's so great about Kansas City? I mean, I've never been there. The Chiefs. That's like it. That's all I have. The Cardinals cr- completely choked. I know that's a title. not even. That's not even Kansas City. The Royals are terrible. They won a title against you. Yeah,
1: the Mets were terrible in that series. That's we true. literally handed it to them. I know I was there. It wasn't fun, um, but besides that, yeah, they were not. Fleury was the first piece that really brought faith back into Pittsburgh. And look what he did for you guys, it, just in the 2010s cents alone, you know. And he's almost at fifth. He's almost fifth all time in wins. You know, he's right there with, with yeah. Lundqvist he's not going anywhere.
2: I, he's gonna pass Lundqvist.
1: He's gonna. I can tell you that. He's gonna, but. You know, Isn't Fleury, he also younger
2: than like Well, a little bit. How old is Lundqvist? Lundqvist is like I think he's thirty-eight. Because um, Flurry's thirty-five and has four hundred and fifty-eight wins, which was also the second. Oh, he's goal, thirty-seven. Oh, okay. So he's two years two-year difference. Two, he's also Lundquist on a also much better team. A lot more. <laughs> yes, but and Flurry is also on a much better team.
1: Yeah. So. I think Fleury, Fleury you know, break it. he deserves this position. And then you look at the defensemen, Dowdy and Keith. Any questions?
2: I, th- For this one, for Duncan Keith, all right, fine. Like, you can have the all-decade team. You were a very good defenseman. You're
1: going to throw the NHL 100 at him, aren't you? Yeah, you, I still know. I don't yeah. see the hype for that one. Yeah, and Dowdy... I mean, okay. the du-
2: the dude's played, like, 460 games in a row. He helped win two Cups. Yeah. 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 I mean, clearly. And he said, we're not going to He's gonna just lose. getting overpaid right now.
1: Well, yeah. He's getting the second largest $11 million dollars effort, right, right, right now. So, and, you know, that nice, I'll never forget, there was, um, when I was full on Vegas for the for the playoffs, and they had the big graphic on the ice, and it said, we're not going to lose to an expansion team, circa... Drew Daddy 20. swept by an expansion by an team. Congratulations! So that made me happy. That's the only I'm okay with Daddy being up here. And your forwards, Crosby, Evetreen, and Kane. There's really nothing deliberate. If you about can there. find an argument, I would love to hear it. Yeah, there's no
2: argument for anyone on that list. Kane had the most points in the decade, had like eight hundred and two or something like that. Just recently got his thousandth. That was a great moment when the entire team came off the bench. Well, it's been a lot. That was cool. Yeah. Ovechkin and Crosby are doing have been doing what it's they Ovechkin do. It's Ovechkin
1: and Crosby.
2: I mean, really if honestly, if anyone has any disagreement with that, we would love to hear it. So we can shun it. you. So we
1: can just shun you and be like no. Yeah. And the you're rest wrong. of the NHL. We respect your opinion, but you're wrong. Yeah. And you know, I think it's so weird because um you look at the NHL website and they've been talking about, you know, these great milestones by, you know, Kane with his thousandth, Ovi with his seven hundredth. Almost a, almost seven hundred he's on the pace of seven hundred and a bunch of other things. And then like it everything immediately stops on the news front. And it gets depressing and then it goes back to everything else because, you know, if, if anybody who has not known this, the whole sports world was shaken over the weekend. Um, Kobe Bryant passed away with his daughter in a helicopter crash. Our, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to the family. But, you know, it was weird because everything stopped and all like, the hype like and everything for the- The F- whole
2: sports world just stopped. Yeah. And Which just shows that Kobe was bigger than basketball.
1: Yeah. There was, a you know, and- you think about it, and this is this is a 100%, even though we do go on tangent, hockey show, but something like that, you know, you can't help but address, especially because the entirety of the NHL addressed it.
2: Yeah, everyone was having pregame moment of silences, and every arena was, like, purple and gold for the Lakers, the Coliseum did it, the Empire State Building was purple and gold, the Garden was purple and gold...
1: So, it makes sense that, you know, even though, you know, we say that, you know, you, you come in, like I was coming into today's show and I said to Ryan, I said, do we want to bring it up? And I said, there's no reason not to. It needs to be brought up. It needs to be addressed. And, you know, it is above all sports. So with that, God bless. And hopefully everything can go on. So with that, we'll move over to other things in the NHL, like trade bait. We are a few weeks away. We are about a month away, less than a month away from the trade deadline. February 24th. And we will be live with the updates from then. We will figure that. We will get that time out. You should stay on our social media for that announcement when we will be on air discussing all the trades of the day. We usually do a... Hopefully it's exciting. Yeah. Well, the last two years when we've done it for the show, it's been very exciting. You know, I've usually had the... uh, the, three the page whole three-page front and back list, oh. and
2: you—my favorite part of that's you trying to pronounce some of those names.
1: Oh yeah, and it's fun.
2: It's always fun watching Anthony trying to pronounce names, especially the foreign ones.
1: The really foreign ones. Hey, I've been—I've been getting them right mostly, so I'm on a good streak. But and I don't even have to pronounce most of them because the top five I already know.
2: Woo! Which? I'm waiting for that very minor trade when it's like some, like really H-L-er. ridiculous last name that we
1: can't pronounce. So this was released by TSN yesterday of the top—I think it was the top 20. I'm only going to go over the top five, only because the top five are the biggest at the moment. And number one on the list is Chris Kreider of the New York Rangers. He's gone. I don't think so. I I think—and I'm going to say this for a
2: lot of years to come. Everyone's going to—if they're unsure if a player's going to resign, everyone's going to try and trade that player if they're not sure just because of what happened with the Islanders and Tavares?
1: I don't think so. I think for the Rangers, there's one thing that comes to my mind. And, this, you know, if you would have told me this last around this time last year, I would have been like, all right, this time next year, Carter's going. Same thing with, you know, McDonough and Miller and all the other free agents that they've had that were coming up that needed to go. This one's different, and I will explain why. His line mate is a Temi Panarin. And you want to keep a superstar happy. And if he wants him and Zibanejad together on the same line for a possible playoff run, you say yes. There's probably not going to be a possible playoff run. Not now, but down the road. He's got... He'll come back. Panarin's got... I know, but Panarin has six... He's got six years on his contract. And you know he's going to want to win a cup early on in that contract.
2: Well, yeah, but Kreider's one of those players that he... I mean, you clearly know him better than I would, but it seems like he'd come back. They're not winning the Cup this year, so you might as well trade him, get something for him, and then bring him yeah, back.
1: Yeah, what I'm thinking is it's it's like the... And then um, it's a win-win. Yeah, like, you know, look at the Winnipeg deal with Kevin Hayes and Neil Pionk. They got... they um, The trade originally was... Kevin Hayes, and I think it was something else for... No, it was Kevin Hayes for, I think it was in the first-round first, oh, first round pick in last year's draft. And it which was Winnipeg's Kevin Hayes is now
2: the first-round pick.
1: Which then they tra- the Rangers traded Neil Pionk and the first-round pick, which was originally Winnipeg's, back. back to Winnipeg for Jacob Truba. And so basically the Rangers only lost six months of Kevin Hayes and Neil Pionk for... A strong, sturdy defenseman for, that's good for you for years to come. And that's it. That's all you got in return. But I think for what you were getting, fair enough. Neil Pionk was good. wasn't going to be Jacob Trouba Levels of good. Oh, absolutely not. So, you know, if Kreider wants to say, you know, I'm thinking he can go, you get something back for him, and then he says on the side to Davidson, he goes, I'll be back. Just make sure to keep it under reps until I get back. And then that's it. And then you get hopefully a first round pick. Cause they're going to ask, there's going to be, if he's number one, on, he's right now, he's number one on TSN. You got to think they're going to get at least a first and a prospect. I would think it depends
2: on which team would get him because one team's first might not have as much value as another team's first. Like, Detroit clearly is not gonna give up their first round pick, but hypothetically theirs has more value than let's say St. Louis's.
1: Yeah, but you know, I think I've always been this, I've always been in the camp where it's like no matter what first round pick you have, you can flip it. Always. You can always move up in the draft. It's not hard, especially when you have multiple picks. Like the Rangers in the last few years have had, I believe, three or four picks in the first round easily and if they wanted to if they did I I, sw- I I stand by this if they didn't get the second overall pick last year they were trading up for it yeah they probably would have found a way so that's what i'm thinking but enough about chris credit because there's another ranger on this list which we'll end up talking about but second on this list and i think this is one that you want on your team i just want something <laughs> We need something. Even though old man Lou doesn't believe in that. But, yeah, second up on this list, surprisingly enough, is Alec Martinez of the LA Kings. Interesting. I'm not necessarily surprised
2: that he's on the list.
1: He's got value.
2: He does have value, and the Kings are, I wouldn't necessarily say in rebuild mode, but they're not winning a cup anytime soon.
1: Absolutely not. They're far... They're past their prime. Yeah, it's done. You know what? Good run. You have two. I hate you for the second one. You have two. That's it. Fine. Rebuild. Okay, cool. Martinez will go. Where he's going to go, I don't necessarily know. I would see him going to a team as a veteran leader, not really as a playoff piece.
2: Yeah, well, if let's say Ottawa makes a trade for him, I'll be like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, but I can see... I feel like he'll go to the te- like one of the teams that's...
2: Maybe... I mean, Dallas doesn't really need him. They have enough leaders there yeah. anyway.
1: I would think he needs to go to a team that is on the cusp of the playoffs, but not... Like, needs a little bit more locker room presence to put them over. I don't know why, but I'm thinking, like, Calgary? Maybe Calgary... Um... Vancouver comes to mind as well. Philly's coming to mind for me. I would hate that, but well, I want him out of my division. I want him away from me. I want <laughs> to, I want to see him again. But, but
2: m- maybe Philly, they're only two uh, a point out of a playoff spot right now. They're only three out of a division spot.
1: For Philly, I think your problem you have a different problem. I think your I think their problem really is coaching. I don't really think their problem is
2: well, they just got. I mean, Vigneault has done Vigneault's a pretty done good job. But that, pretty you know job. what? I'll Especially at home,
1: that's that's the Vigneault way of doing things. If you think about it, he started in Vancouver, two years in, went to the final, lost in the final. Started with the Rangers in 2014, went to the final, lost in the final. The Flyers the, are not going to the finals. They're not. But it's the Vigneault way of doing things to do well and in then, the playoffs, and then and then suck then suck so usually it's you
2: suck then then you go to the yeah, finals I don't know.
1: He's and he loves and he loves his um, coach's pets cough Kevin Hayes cough and so yeah Martinez I could see him going somewhere that needs a player like him maybe not. Toronto <sighs> Toronto doesn't need more forward depth
2: Martinez is a D
1: though oh, oh yeah I don't know I'm just a, I am just a, I thought he was a was an offenseman but especially um,
2: could, if they're not sure about the, Jake Muzzin yeah
1: but the problem with the problem with t- Toronto is, you know, how much money are you gonna pay him. He he's under contract for next year.
2: He's got four mil. Yeah, That's but then you got to think
1: about. Yeah, I think you got to move somebody for that. I still I'm sure they'd give
2: it. up another. They'd give up an NHL piece.
1: Yeah, maybe a bottom four defense, bottom four defenseman. I'm thinking, defensive defenseman, and then just you know, if it's a rental, it's a rental. Um, so yeah. Next from the Montreal Canadiens, Ilya Kovalchuk. He is not going anywhere. Nope, moving on. Not anymore. <laughs> he's not moving
2: anywhere. I if he is, that'd be surprising to me. That's so weird. At first, I would have thought maybe if he had produced exactly like he did in LA, dude flipped the switch again. He I'm is he's you, back. That,
1: that was a locker room thing. There was no way that wasn't a locker room thing. Oh,
2: I'm sure it was. I mean, if I hear you're not playing we don't want you here i'm not going to play i'm not going to play to the best of my ability when i get that chance but montreal wanted him they got him he's back Yeah. he's not going anywhere no
1: he's staying in montreal uh, i don't see montreal doing i don't see them doing much at this deadline either cuz you know they're not they're on a point where it's like we're not terrible but we're not great we're not great but we're going to get there at some point you know we got Price, which is always a plus, and I think they just need more defensive help and a little bit more forward help.
2: Yeah, trading P.K. Subban was not a good idea.
1: Yeah, but you got the hardest, the winner of the hottest, uh, hardest shot contest. That doesn't win cups. That is true, but they also haven't won a cup since 1993, so I think they have bigger problems than, than just having one guy to win a cup. So, Next on the list is um, – and Ryan may get very happy if I do this um, – I'm not going to say his full name, because if I say his full name, I'm going to get it wrong. So His first name is actually
2: lo- easier than his last name.
1: Yeah, but I'm just going to say Pajot. Yes, JG Pajot. Jean-Gabriel hey. Pajot. Sean gabriel Pajot. Okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought. From your Ottawa Senators. He's gone. <laughs> he's absolutely <laughs> There's gone. There's no way he's staying.
2: He is not um, staying in Ottawa. If I yeah. was him, I would beg to get out. <laughs> oh,
1: you, you get out as soon as possible. I've heard the Islanders actually have been tied to him. Yeah, but we said that last week, last year with Martinez, we said that not long ago with Martinez. too. yeah,
2: Martinez is not going to the Islanders. If he they don't did. need defense. They s need, they need forwards. They need scoring. They need to sit Leo Komarov first of all. But and there you go, Pajo can take Komarov's spot. Win win.
1: Uh, you know what? I wouldn't mind to see it. he's, he's going to go to a playoff team. Yes, um, he is. But he's clearly not staying in Ottawa. That's see, not I happening. I can see him on the island. I can.
2: I'd be cool with that. Depends what they have to give up, but I'd be cool with that. The you can take co- Hosang, send
1: him to Ottawa. Stop with the Hosang, <laughs> Ryan. You're not going to get – he's not leaving.
2: He has – that dude's had way too
1: many he's chances. Not he's not leaving. Um, but, you know, I would like to see – him on the island I don't think is a bad idea. I feel like that would be interesting that'd be, to see. I think that would – that that could work. It would work. You know, even if I – I could see him in New Jersey too. Nah, They're not going to make a move nope, for never him. Mind. That was That was dumb. No, not New Jersey. New Jersey needs to do. New Jersey's going to sell. New just going to sell hard. New Jersey's um, going to have a lot to sell. I don't like think they're moving
2: Subam, but Simmons is gone.
1: Oh no, they're going to white. No, he, they're going to let him walk. I don't see him. I don't see them moving him. They're going to let him walk. It's a one-year deal. They yeah, one but at share. least get something for him. Yeah, they, they got him for. They got him for five. That lose. that's
2: the worst <laughs> prove it deal ever. Yeah. Prove it to us. We'll give you five million dollars. The Islanders cool. also signed someone to approve it deal for one point two.
1: Was that Varlamov? No, that was Broussard. And Broussard has bloomed for you guys. He's he's back to his Ranger form, which is superb. Yeah, um, well, he
2: was better when he first got there.
1: Oh, yeah. but so And then finally, to round out the top five, is Alexander Georgiev.
2: He's not going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere. Really? I don't think he's going anywhere.
1: I don't know. I, I got to be honest— a part there's a there's two part there's two parts to this, and this is the first time I've really had the opportunity to talk about it, and it's the Rangers' goalie goalie situation, because it's a three way race, two, two lead horses, one in the back, but the one in the back is like a five time, you know, triple crown winner. He ain't going nowhere. So, five time <laughs> triple crown, crown winner. winner? what? Um, but yeah, so. Over the past few weeks, they've done they split time between Georgiev and Igor Shosturkin. Last year. So Shosturkin looks good. He's not NHL ready, but he definitely is as advertised. He's the future of the franchise, 100%. Georgiev has been flaky, but he's what you need now. He's a good starting goaltender now. The problem is you've had Sad King Henrik on the bench for the last three weeks. Now, I don't know if he's playing this weekend against Detroit. I would think if you're going to play him for once and get his legs stretched...
2: you got to get his Detroit. confidence
1: up at least. You know, if, and if you're going to do it, it has to be it's against It's got
2: to be guys. against Detroit. There are teams that have more wins than they have points. like.
1: But, you know, I've heard several sources... You know, ESPN has said it, NHL has said it, TSN has said it. Do you move Lundqvist instead of Georgiev? And I think that's where you're coming from at this point. I wouldn't move Lundqvist now,
2: but I also think you have to look in terms of the future, and that future does not include Lundqvist, not even because they might move him, just because of his age. Well, you know and have it if they both goalies are as advertised having Georgiev and Shesterkin will would definitely be a one-two combo
1: yeah and I get that and you know this type and you know this the modern NHL that's what you need you need a one two combo and you know it comes to you know what teams come to mind is immediately when you see teams who have won cups you know in the past few years you know let the um, besides the blues because the Blues won with one gap in net. But you look at Washington. They started off the season, the playoffs with a different goaltender, and then he came in for relief and won the yeah, whole Yeah, did great in those playoffs. You got the two Pittsburgh ones. Flurry and Murray. You know, so I think in this day and age you need two ready goaltenders. And I've heard time and time again, you know, C- Colorado said, we'll take Lundquist. He'll be a good backup. He has playoff experience to help the guys, the guy, whoever it is now. I think Grubauer. Grubauer. He'll help Grubauer now. You know, if we need him, we know he can play in in tight situations, and maybe we can get him a cup. I hate. It hurts me to say it. You know, as a fan, because you know that's the only starting goaltender I've seen in my life. You know, since I was, since I started watching. What's that like? (laughs) I don't know. But I'll tell you, it stinks because you have your heart on for this one guy who, you know, my friends will tell you stories because he's been a part of the franchise for, you know, almost, almost 20 years. You know, he's coming up on 20 years now. And to see, it would be very difficult to see him win in something other than Rangers Blue. And that's why I can see them moving Georgiev just because. Because also, the Rangers did a good job stockpiling goaltenders. You know, you have Georgiev, you have Lundqvist, you have Shosturkin, you have, I forget his name, but he's the number one goaltender in the NCAA men's hockey at the moment. So you have a few other prospects in the OHL and overseas you're not going to lose your goaltending, you know, core for the next for probably the rest of the decade just because you have so much depth. So now here's the question of who's moving. It's because the Rangers are doing something come February. The question is who's moving. I
2: don't know if they're going to do a goaltender trade this year. If they do, I think it would be next year when it's Lundquist's last year of his contract.
1: Well, he could he hasn't no trade clause, so he's gotta waive it anyway. So he needs to So make he sure. would
2: have to waive it, and I'm sure that would be one of the harder decisions he's ever had to make. But if it's if that's his only chance
1: at a cup, I think he's gotta do it. And you know, there's always the you know, everybody there's also the third camp that says, hey. Maybe they can pull it out in the final year. I'm sorry. Not next year. You're not doing it because I get it. You're in playoff contingency. But there was one thing I want everybody to remember. Go back and watch the game from two weeks ago against the Islanders. Not the first two where we won. Watch the one where they lost. Who wasn't in that game? Georgiev, right? Was Who wasn't in that game up front? Temi Panarin wasn't there, right? And what happened? They lost. They almost came back. They almost came back, and that was from Zibanejad and Kreider. But the kids aren't ready for that. They're not. You're the youngest team in the NHL. You're not gonna get one next year. Would I love it? Absolutely. I would love to finish out. You know, I would love to He's see one. He'd probably retire
2: he right after that.
1: He w- Yeah, and you know, everybody's like, "Oh, he'll come back as a coach or anything." No. Not anytime no, 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 soon. No, no. He wants to win as a player and you know it sucks that you know it's it's come to this point and i would hate to say it that you know but i don't want it to be known as 2014 was it so when we come back we will look quickly over all of the, the divisions who is where it's not really moved since we've been on break. We'll look over the hat trick challenge with an update and our picture this week and then go over the games for tonight. You're listening to Post to Post here on the way of the sound of LIU.
0: Ever listen to the radio and think, I can do that? The Wave is giving you the chance to prove it. Imagine playing the hottest new music during Common Hour, calling the action during live LAU sports broadcasts, or starting a podcast on your favorite topic. Or how about planning the next event that rocks the Hillwood rooftop? Whether you're behind the mic or behind the scenes, there's a place for you at The Wave. All you have to do is sign up. Join The Wave today by visiting the station located right behind Hillwood Commons. Campus Concierge in the lobby of Hillwood Commons is here to make campus life easier, more fun, and more affordable. They offer answers to all of your post-related questions, discounted movie tickets, free essentials like pens, highlighters, notepads, ice scrapers, and more. Plus locker rentals, laundry and dry cleaning services, ticket sales for campus events and trips, and much more. For more info, call 516-299-2800 or stop by the desk in the lobby of Hillwood Commons.
1: Welcome back to Post Post here on the Wave, of the sound of L.I.U.I. I'm your host, Anthony Cataretta, and Brass Bonanza rings in the ears of all and many to enjoy the final segment here of this week's show as we look over the standings for each division quickly. We will look over the Hattrick Challenge after that and then review the games for tonight, which we have a few, some marquee matchups and some interesting developments. There's so, just
0: something
2: about that song that just always, always puts up, me up, in a up, good up, mood.
1: Pumps you up. It's. They really need to bring that. I think they brought It's like, hey, we're in the mall. <laughs> it's like the eighties all over again. Hey, can we go to the mall? No. It was an easier time. It was a much easier time. So um, we're assuming. I'm assuming the malls also probably could have. If, if Stranger Things is any indication, the malls weren't a fun place. Um, a lot of gangs. Um, so yeah, let's look over the Pacific first. It's good this to know week. nothing's changed in thirty five years. <laughs> yep. And the bottom. Uh, yeah, California. Just oof, California, <laughs> stick to other sports.
2: Yeah, like, st- hockey is a cold-weather sport. Yeah, In case with- you haven't understood that.
1: Wait, wait, what are they even good at over there? Not good at, you know, basketball's okay. Well, the
2: Warriors are not good because their main players are hurt. The Giants are okay. They got the Dodgers. Yeah. They got Mike Trout and the Angels.
1: Well, hey, hey, if, if you're... Uh, here, here's one thing L.A. fans can be happy because since... The um, Kings are in last, Anaheim second to last, and San Jose. You
2: got a good shot at the number one pick. You got a good shot at the number one pick. Well, you got a decent shot because Detroit has the best shot.
1: But then again, don't forget the lottery's rigged. Yes, it is. Somebody will go there. Another
2: good thing, you just got Anthony Rendon, you Angels fans.
1: Yeah, and— Silver
2: linings because you know your hockey teams are not good.
1: And if, hey, if everything goes right for you guys, you will get a very nice, like, weird— Pseudo World Series title, if you guys are pushing for that.
2: Yeah, you got those uh, complaints that the Dodger fans are pushing out there, like, "Hey, give us the World Series titles!" And for eighteen and for seventeen and eighteen, we're like, "Do you really want to win them that way?" Yeah, you know? they do.
1: Yes, they do. Don't, don't lie
2: L.A. Me. fans would love to win them that way, but L.A. players would not. Yeah, it's whatever. They'll take it. But you know, your hockey teams are not anywhere yeah. as close to nope. being anywhere as near a championship, nope. so.
1: So and then you go over and then you know, the kid with the shiny new toy is still doing. well, Also, Vegas is still pretty good. The kid with the shiny new, new toy. toy. Yeah, with Vegas has got the you know team still. They're still they're still technically the newest franchise for the next year and next this and ne- this and next year, until Seattle comes in. Which I thought we were supposed to get that announcement last this weekend. We didn't.
2: The league has not disappointed with, uh, but has been disappointing with some news recently.
1: We'll get new good news eventually. But Vegas right now sitting in fifth place in the Pacific, doing well. Above, tied with them is Edmonton and Arizona. Arizona, look what happens when you get good players like Taylor Hall and Phil Kessel.
2: Yeah, but then also look what happens when your Vesna caliber goaltender gets injured.
1: Yeah, but hey, you're still fourth. You're still tied for third. You're still in playoff contingency. That's because all you need.
2: they have California teams in their division.
1: That's also true. But Edmonton... Here's McDavid, here's Dreisaitl, and the scrubs that we throw on the ice. Cool. Moving on. And here's, <laughs> like, half of James Neal. That's upsetting. And second, Calgary. Welcome back to the land of the living. Here's Milan Lucic. <laughs> With his weird blonde hair now. Um, Did he always have that? No. Okay. It's bleached. All right. Cool. And Vancouver. I'm happy. For, I'm really happy for Vancouver at this point. I'm
2: surprised. I'm still very surprised about Vancouver.
1: Yeah, I real I'm happy about this cuz I like Vancouver. I think they have a good development system and they're going to do well. So, they're going to have a nice rivalry with Seattle. Oh, very nice. And then you look over to the Central, Nashville dead last. Kind of expecting this. Uh I really did expect that with Nashville, you know. I didn't expect Nashville to be last. I expected Chicago uh, to be last. And no, uh, Chicago's been on the upswing for a bit. I don't know why. They just have coming into the second half. They feel like a second half team. Minnesota what are you doing? Moving on. Winnipeg. They're better than Nashville. They're better than Nashville. <laughs> they can do it. <laughs> they can do something. Um, so yeah, Chicago, really proving that they they've been a second half team though. They always really have been. So I'm not surprised, and I feel like you know, starts second half. They're to still do well. in it. They're yeah.
2: not that far out. They're like three points. They'll out.
1: probably lose in the first round if they make it. If they make it, but I can see them doing something. Winnipeg, um, you might want to. Take yourselves up a little bit. I feel like they're gonna start falling. Ah, they shouldn't though. They really shouldn't. They they Depends. have such a good team. I really don't think they should be this, you know, should be in this direction. They got a minus eight. It's not there's no reason for them to be this bad. They're on a four-game losing streak. Really need to fix things up a bit up there in Winnipeg. And then Dallas, is being Dallas, Colorado go Colorado they're doing extremely well really showing Kale
2: McCarr yeah that's a kid that definitely ate his vegetables oh
1: yeah <laughs> and then St. Louis did you guys even drink during because no we know you drink we saw Brett Hull we know you that's drank, Brett
2: Hall. that's you he's really not a current think... player
1: <laughs> but you Brett Hall really was think... drunk
2: before they won the cup
1: but you really don't think that the players did that too? Like, oh, I'm sure, but it was not—it not, was not like
2: documented, you unlike be the good. year before when Ovechkin's standing there holding the cup, drunk in a fountain in the middle of Russia.
1: That was in Washington. That was after. Whatever. They went, was after they went to a Nationals game.
2: Whatever. He's still standing there, drunk in a fountain.
1: Still, and then you know, Louis That man should...
2: is a legend and must be protected at all costs.
1: <laughs> yes. Um— and Atlantic, Detroit, what are you doing?
2: Ottawa, Detroit, what are you doing? Detroit, <laughs> it doesn't even matter anymore. Not even Ottawa, what are you doing anymore? Because they've already surpassed my expectations. Detroit, what the hell are you doing? You have 12 wins and you're a 90.
1: There are Bear League teams that are better than you. But minus sink, let that sink 90.
2: In. What oh, are God. you doing?
1: Doing. They are tanking Steve, for La Fontaine.
2: What are you doing it's I I don't think it's pronounced La Fontaine. It's La some French word that I can't even pronounce. I looked it up the other day, but I forget. But oh, somehow God. they're not even gonna wind up with him. They're not.
1: Ottawa. Yeah, you're you've, doing better than last you've year. You've
2: surpassed my expectations. You're, you you can you can live another day. You swept the Rangers, we're good.
1: Montreal we're cool. you're doing They're doing things. French things, yeah. So, all right, Montreal. Montreal really doesn't stand out to me in any way. They're kind of just like a middle of the road team, not doing well enough to. They meet, have the uh, second coming of Il- Ilya Kovalchuk, then. Yeah, that's that's something to keep an eye on. That's about it. Buffalo is Buffalo. I remember when you yelled at me because you were like, "Hey, um, don't count Buffalo out." I never said don't count a- Buffalo out. I said don't. I said
2: absolutely
1: count Buffalo, Buffalo out. <laughs> and this is what's happening. And this is why people should listen to me more. Exactly, Buffalo. Is, oh I said Buffalo. Toronto. Toronto's doing. Toronto. Toronto payments. has
2: done much better since getting rid of Mike Babcock, yes, which was again another locker room thing. Mm-hmm. Florida. All
0: That's
2: right. Kind of surprising. Tampa. Welcome back, Tampa. You did it, <laughs> Florida. First of all, this man is your savior,
1: Sergey! Bouverovsky. Absolutely.
2: You would not be here if he was not. No, no absolutely not. Tampa but Tampa, welcome back welcome to, back to living like living. relevance.
1: And Boston, they did being
2: it. Boston. My guy, David Pasternak. Good. Gonna win the Maurice Richard Trophy. Oh, yeah. Hot take right here. Oh,
1: he's probably will. Uh East uh, let's look at the metro. New Jersey. Well,
2: New Jersey is like the Rangers have a minus one right now. Everyone else above them has a plus goal differential. Rangers are very close. The Devils have a minus 46. That should tell you something. They brought yeah, they sucks. had to bring Corey that's Schneider so back at one point.
1: Yeah, that's bad.
2: That's when you know you're hurting.
1: Rangers, yeah, you're not out of it, but you're You're not um, in it. You're not in it. Uh Philly gets really surprising, really Carter intrigued. Hart's
2: not entirely burnt out.
1: Yeah. Carolina, Storm Surge still doing its thing. Awesome. Columbus, So Playing dodgeball now. What the heck, Columbus? Like, I thought they were bad, and now they're just like.
2: I'm very surprised. It's this Elvis dude. Oh, yeah. I don't know He's how to pronounce his last name. name. I don't He had, either. like, three shutouts in four games. He's won his first five games in the NHL.
1: Yeah, it's it's a fun story to follow, and they're not doing poorly.
2: The Islanders. It's not going to last, but.
1: The only thing I have to say about the Islanders, I'm really happy you won those thirteen because they if you didn't, I don't know where'd you be right now. The
2: only thing I have to say is Lou, do something. Like seriously, do something.
1: Pittsburgh
2: Mike Sullivan's a god. That's basically <laughs> That's it. All I need That's to all tell you we can really know. say. Mike Sullivan is a god and a miracle worker.
1: And <laughs> the capitals are the capitals. So
2: Yeah. I mean when you have a team that has Oshi and American hero TJ Oshi, you're and gonna do great things.
1: The and you know. And the bird the bird and the Russian I think you're
2: gonna be yeah afraid. you have a man on a cereal box the only man in the entire league that's on a cereal box
1: hey but he's not the only he first, first he's not the first man of a food product so that's all I need to know okay that's all I care about so yeah. Obvious. now the breakfast of Russians now we'll move quickly over to the hat-trick challenge Ryan leads 18 to 15 we did not Ooh. make any predictions last week because there was nothing to predict. There was nothing really predicted. It was the All-Star break.
2: I predict no games will be played this weekend.
1: You don't get points for that. I know. So this week, uh, well, first of all, season one, Matthews will finish with 40 or more goals. He's on pace. Ovi will finish with 40 or more goals. He's on pace.
2: Ovi will get 700 goals this season was mine. He needs eight. So yeah, he's good. by the end of, by the trade deadline, he'll have like
1: 706. So. Yeah. So I'll, we'll, I'll start off with my predictions. Number one, Ovi will be eighth all-time in goals by next show. He needs three. He plays five. I think he plays four times. He can do that. Second, Parise will get his 400 assists. I think he needs two. A little tight, but well, A little, little
2: tight. He's really fell off, but okay. I have faith in Zach Perise.
1: And my last one hurts me, but I think you may have already... Said this one, but I'm gonna take it first. Uh, Flurry will pass Lundqvist for fifth all time. Based on I, what don't, I don't
2: know how many wins he needs.
1: He needs he needs like I think he's he's tied. I think he's tied right now. They're he's tied. Like, he's tied or he's that like came out of nowhere. He's one or two behind. He needs two wins, and if Lundqvist won't play, which there's a good chance he won't, I don't see why he wouldn't.
2: I wouldn't be surprised. Then all right, I can I can see that. Your turn. All right, so mine are McDavid and Drysaddle will both have 80 points. McDavid needs four. Drysaddle needs five. I think they have like four games. Uh, Jonathan Taves will record his 800th career point. He needs one, but the Blackhawks don't play till Friday. I think they have two or three games. That could work. And then there will be at least three shutouts this week.
1: Again with that.
2: Every time well, I've, used I've it too, said it's worked. it, it's worked. It's a Pretty much a guaranteed point.
1: All right. So with that, we're going to go over to our games for tonight real quick. Uh, Quick rapid fire. Uh, First one, Leafs at Stars. I give it to the Stars. I give it to the Leafs. Second, Predators at Capitals. Caps. Caps. Definitely Caps. It's at home. Coyotes at Ducks. Coyotes. Quack. Really? Quack. Okay. (laughs) Bolts at Kings. Bolts. Okay. Flames yeah. at Oilers. Flames and Canucks That's at gonna Sharks. That's be an
2: interesting game with the, all the tensions rising and stuff like that.
1: I say Canucks. So that will do it for us from Post to Post this week. We will catch you next week. Same time, same station. You've been listening to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. Enjoy some hockey. We will see you next week.